brother, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy, session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, yeah. interceptions. Yeah. They got a band to kick her. We need that correction. Talk mouth, we flexing. Yeah. How many of y'all you collect? Yeah. We trying to get that yeah. winning record. Yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. What it is, hope it is what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy In Session, the podcast. Today is December the 4th, and the boys are back in town. As always, if you're listening to this, make sure you have subscribed. It's the end of the season. Hey, part two of week 13, baby. Did you just say the end of the season? Like, nah, bruh. Not for me. Just the beginning, baby. Just the beginning. You know what I'm saying? For the real ones. Hopefully you made it, man. Hopefully you was on this aboard uh, the choo-choo train. Let's give uh, Javar a round of applause, man. You know, he took a year off in the playoffs last year. But he, he had to take a year, break. Baby. He back, he back, <laughs> man. I see you, bruh. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining the session, Javar. Let's get it. Uh, how you feeling, Lowe's? My boy Lowe's back for another Pretty episode. Pretty good, man. I'm, hey, I'm done with schoolwork, bro. So this is straight fantasy football at the most important time of the year. Let's get it, bro. Yeah, now we got Carlos focusing and stuff for, for playoffs. Hey, I've still been crushing it though. Now it's boy. Now it's like, boy. I'm about to take it to another level. Now, boy, y'all boys in trouble. Boy, right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, did you? Oh yeah. Shout out to Low. Shout out to Tonio for making it into the um, Black yes, Lives sir. Fantasy uh, Session Takeover Tournament. That was we gonna hard. represent for the uh, session boys, man. And shout out to my baby Jamaica for making that bit too. That was hard. Hey, hey damn, man. bro, you should be ashamed. <laughs> Probably walking around the house just like, yeah, you know, I got to set up my lineup for next week. Game aware of my lucky ass. Do that shit again, though. But you can do it. Again. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. She go. Wait. Hey, she been scoring a lot of points though. Play me one v one though. Play me one v one. You won't do that. Oh man. But anyway, man, we're going to take a uh, moment of silence out, give a special shout out to all the fallen kings and queens out there. Um, rest in peace to everybody who's lost somebody in 2020. And we back, and we back. Sometimes I'll be going hey, like shout out, shout out, shout out to the GOAT, man. You know, it's his birthday and shout shit, man. Shout out to yeah, the GOAT, whole bro. Shout out to whole December 4th for Star Was Born. Yes, sir. Um, also shout out to the house. Uh, I don't know, Carlos, you can read it for sure. So I don't sound crazy when I'm trying to say it out. They're like the house of representatives. Oh yeah, man. You know, you got a historic moment, man. The house voted to pass, um, decriminalizing marijuana federally. So, you know, it's going to be, uh, it still has to go through the Senate, but you know, this is a step in the right direction. So this is a great moment, bro. This is a great moment from for all of us stoners. I'm gonna say that because it's the criminal. It's about to be decriminalized. <laughs> this is a proud moment for all of us stoners, man. Round of applause, man. Round of applause. Round of applause. Yes, sir. Uh, take one ten pass it to the left. Yes, sir. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Let's get on to the news and notes. Since the last time we potted, damn, we potted last night. It was. There's a lot of news. Um. Uh, Miles Gaskins. This is Friday. If in case you didn't know when we were recording this, so this is the most current news of the day. Miles Gaskins is, is trending towards playing after uh last yesterday that we said that uh, Ahmad was not going to be playing. He's looking doubtful. Uh. <clears throat> so that's good news for Gaskins owners. Not only, not only him, though. Brita is on the COVID list. 
Ooh. And um, so it's really just going to be Laird and uh, Gaskin, bro. So he should have that pre-injury workhorse role. So great news for uh, Gaskin owners. Great news. Great news. Great news. That's secret. Let's get it. Uh, Tua and Fitz is a game-time decision. If we don't know, hopefully it's Fitz for all the fantasy owners out there. Uh, I think uh, it's going to be Fitz. Hopefully. They're trying to win, man. A.J. Brown is playing Sunday. J.K. Dobbins has been activated from the COVID list. Audrey 3 is on the IR with a, a hamstring. Uh, Trace, quick. <laughs> Trace McSorley is the is Lamar's official backup, and they haven't came out and said if Lamar is going to play on Sunday or not. Um, Jerry Tuesday, Judy. Tuesday, but yeah. That's, I, I like it. <laughs> it's going to be like football every day. Let's get it. Jerry Judy and Philip Lindsay are expected to play. Uh, Philip Lindsay with a good matchup. Clyde Edwards Hilaire missed practice with an illness and is questionable for Sunday. Um, how do you feel about Clyde Edwards Hilaire going? Ooh. If he plays, we'll get to that game, but if he plays, I, I feel like you got to roll him out there. Mm, if he doesn't, Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't play, then definitely. Well, I don't think he'll get the full workload because you know um, – Williams has been working on the pass, so I don't think he'll, he'll get the early down work and the uh, goal line work. Yeah, uh, Kenny Galladay has been ruled out. Julio they should have J- put that guy on IR, bro. Like, what the? Yeah. This is his fifth straight week, bro. What the? What are you doing? Hey, I mean, if you want to come get Julio, sheesh. You know. We'll see if he plays too. Julio has been listed questionable, but reports he's told reporters that he feels great. So I mean, good. Hey, you only got a couple more days, Playboy. Yeah. Price going, hey, Julio for sale. Uh, <laughs> Josh Jacob has been ruled out. Um, all DeAndre Booker is it DeAndre Booker? Devontae. Devontae Booker. You just uh, combined the running back, the handcuff last year to the handcuff this year. I see somewhere what you did around there. there for sure, for sure. Just futuristic. Mm-hmm. Um, Allen Robinson has been questionable for Sunday. It's a late uh, add to the injury list with a knee injury. So that's something to look out for for Allen Robinson owners. We saw he went back to being dominant um, with Mr. Trubisky in the lineup. Um, Dalvin Cook, good to go for Sunday. Jonu Smith ruled out for Sunday. Daniel Jones is ruled out probably for Sunday. He's doubtful, but he's probably not going to play. Uh, Adam Gay says Frank Gore is going to get a full workload. <laughs> He's actually in play this week. Yeah, crazy like as it, it sounds. Twenty twenty. Uh, DeAndre Swift has a limited role, probably if active. Uh, we, we talked about it last night that Adrian Peterson came out and said he hasn't looked sa- the same since the concussion. I don't really know what that means. Like, what's a limited role? Saying like kind of like similar to what his work w- workload was to begin the year. Remember when AP and Carryon was was involved more so than no longer the like. starter. But uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see that. Uh, that's that's tricky, man. Depending on if you're gonna play him or not. But you know, he is he has cleared the concussion protocol. What's bothering him now is some type of illness, mm-hmm. non-COVID related illness. So we'll see. The bubble guts. David Johnson is on track to play Sunday, and DJ Shark uh, got a limited practice in today, so he's probably on track to play Sunday also. Yep, I think he's off the injury report, Shark. So he should be good to go. Let's get it. Oh, I just traded him. Uh, anybody get anybody else got anybody any other news? Did I miss anything? Uh, nope. That was a cap statement. 
gave Tom some Julio for sale. He said that's his favorite player. You can't trade him. Well, no, Javar, I'm not going to trade him for a 2023 first-round pick, bro. That doesn't help my team next year. I'm sorry. Javar, you, did have, a, like you some, did have a you did have an offer for a first-round pick in uh, Robert Woods, though. I don't want that. You just take a first round pick. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to take a first round pick, but I'm saying um, like, like it going, it's gonna have to woo me. Like, a 2023 yeah. is not gonna woo me. Sorry, bro. Hold on, somebody offered you a 2023 first round pick for <laughs> no, not just somebody, <laughs> not just somebody. <laughs> Javar. I wasn't gonna say no names, but damn, bro, <laughs> what are you doing? Bro? And he was just talking to me like I'm crazy, like, but nobody else is gonna give Yo, you a first. Yo, what? what? What three years you gonna be super straight? What nobody else is gonna give you a first? I said, dog, I'm not even gonna remember. <laughs> oh my god, bro, that is hilarious, bro. That's all I got is two, two first, bro. 2023 first. Wow, <laughs> sold everything. Do even know who's coming out in 2023? Bro? Exactly, we ain't even looked that bro. far ahead yet, bro. What if football is over? Yeah, <laughs> Astro can come and just destroy the earth, bro. <laughs> He's getting Julio away from nothing. Exactly. You know how Jeez. pissed I would be. That's what I'm going to say, too, right before that motherfucker Astro drop. Damn, Javar. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Y'all guys, uh, no other news, right? Nope. Let's get it. All right, let's get it. First game on the schedule, we got the Rams at the Cardinals over under Los. Uh, Rams negative – Nah, Rams, <laughs> Rams minus three, and it's a 48 and a half point over. Javar said negative. Uh, Jet, what did you, I didn't even hear what you said. Now I'm laughing so hard. What you say? Uh, Rams are favored by three, and it's a 48 and a half point over under. All right, so a pretty nice scoring game coming off a three point stinker. Uh, your boy Jared Cook against the 49ers. That was just golf. So, I mean. What did I say? There you go. There you go. You cook. Oh, shit. Jared, Jared Goff. I, I heard it when I said it, too. Um, go, going up against the 12th-ranked passing defense in the league this week in Arizona. I've got Goff as a sit for me, if you can. Yeah, man. You can't. I mean, outside of super flex leagues, of course, you might have to start him there. But one QB leagues, he is off my radar this week. Yeah. Only scored 20 points, over 20 points since once since week six and has – Two ten point games and one three point game in that span. So nah, two two up I, and down. I went back and I saw that he hasn't scored less than seventeen points against the Cardinals in the last four times they played. He does have their number, so I mean, it could. I mean, it could pay off, but I mean, because I have to play him in Superflex, so that yeah. Superflex league. The, I understand. I'm looking it. for yeah. the. I'm looking for the silver lighting right now. Yeah, I understand it. Um, you just. <laughs> You just put him at the the super flex spot, so you scroll down. You ain't got to see him. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Not far enough where you ain't got to see who the second quarterback is. You about I had sent I had sent y'all a screenshot of this of my team after making a trade in one of my dynasty leagues, bro. And if you notice, you can't really see Jared Goff, bro. Like for every reason, bro. I don't want y'all to see him. It's gonna fuck up my whole squad, bro. Oh man, he really he literally he was the reason I beat you, huh? Yeah, definitely. For sure. The Rams three points for sure. The Rams run. Hey, it's so crazy how a quarterback can affect your game in like a two quarterback league. Is like, yeah, bro. It is man, it's crucial. Rams running backs. Um, Cardinals are giving up 123 yards on the ground per game. Uh, we've seen a lot of involvement of Cam Akers uh, more and more over the last couple of weeks. Uh, nine touches, 84 yards, and one touchdown last week. Playing only 27 percent of the snaps. How you feel about Hendo and Akers going forward? Can't do it, bro. Um, unless we see Acres 
Now, I'm not going to play any of them this week. But mm. if Akers does take over that backfield, then maybe we can look, you know, look to him for the fantasy playoffs. But 11 opportunities for Henderson, nine opportunities for Akers, five for Malcolm Brown. So it's a true committee, bro. And, and McVay has clearly stated that he wants this to be like that. So I don't see it really changing this year. Yeah. Well, the good thing is they have came back <clears throat> throwing the ball. Uh, 27 targets for Robert Woods over the last two weeks, 18 for Cooper Cup. Um, I like both of them going for it, and Vegas thinks it's going to be a pretty good game. Yep, solid wide receiver twos, man. Yeah. The tight ends, Arizona is allowing the fourth fewest points to tight ends, so I think you got to sit Tyler Higby and Jared. Gerald Everett, they're both on the field too much to even pick one of the two right now. Yeah, I think it's so, like another a third tight end they're throwing two out there, right? Probably, bro. I mean, you you mentioned a mac- matchup, and you combine that with the fact that they have combined for 13 targets over the last two weeks, man. You can't trust any of those guys. Yeah. Shit is on, gross. <laughs> on the other side of the ball, Kyler Murray. Uh, played the worst game of the year against the Patriots last week. Um, the matchup doesn't get any easier this week going up against the, the Rams, who are allowing the second fewest points, uh, fantasy points, that is, to the quarterback position. Um, I think you still got to roll Kyler Murray out there. I don't know if you can sit him. Definitely. You can't, I saw can't somebody I saw somebody on uh, Facebook. I'm on a little Facebook group or whatever. They said they're going to sit. Cousins, and they're going to sit Kyler Murray for Cousins. Hey, I'm just letting you know, don't do that. Yeah, Cousins does have a great yeah, matchup this week, I but I mean, he he has risk, you know, baked into him too. So I'm not I'm not crazy like that, bro. Good luck to whoever's doing it, though. I hope it works out for you. And like people were backing it up, bro. I was like, oh, don't reach, bro. Don't reach. I know I am it. like I'm like salivating, bro. If I could see. Cousins instead of fucking Murray. And, you yes. know, you and know I'm what I mean? To get in my matchup, bro, he's like, what? Please. And I'm trying to get, oh, yes. And if he's trying to get into the playoffs, too, yes, please do that. Yes. <laughs> Kendrick Drake and uh, Chase Evans in a bad matchup last week. Kendrick Drake still put up. Right Kenyon back. Drake, bro. I'm not going to let you say it twice. Doubled up on it. Getting, getting 26 targets, uh, 26 opportunities. I mean, uh, that's the most he's had since he got back from his, uh, uh, his injury. The Rams are the number four Russian defense in the league and they didn't, they, but they did allow 100 yards to the Rams to the 49ers backfield last week. How do you feel about uh, – Ch- I don't feel like you can trust Chase Edmonds. Only 11 opportunities nah. now in the last three Yeah, years. he's he's back to his change of pace role. And like you said, man, they're using Drake as a workhorse now. So even though Rams is a pretty tough team against running backs, allowing the fifth fewest points, I mean, if he's getting that workload, that volume should keep his floor safe. I think he's he a good running back too, for sure. Yeah, you got to roll him out there at this time. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, man, he hasn't had a real DeAndre Hopkins year, would you say? Uh, not, not, not the, nothing that we are used to seeing from him. Like his targets have been up and down, but you know, and he does get a tough matchup this week. But I mean, what are you gonna do? You gonna sit yeah. Hopkins, bro? You gonna temper your expectations? He's just more of a lower end wide receiver one, I would say. Yeah. He is gonna be on uh, Ram- Ramsey Island, so yeah. I mean, he could get off though. I just don't see how like he can make this crazy catch, and then Murray Murray's like, "Oh, okay, let's go somewhere else." Next let's game. go somewhere else. Yeah, that's crazy. Let's go to the tight end in the end zone. One um, plus one equals two, motherfucker. Said that. <laughs> Listen to the show. Sheesh. 
Since the uh, since that three week span where Christian Kirk was going off, averaging around nineteen points a game, he's came back down to earth, scoring over five points just one time since week nine. He's a sit. Uh, that's pretty much it from that game. Yep. On to the next game. We got the Giants at the Seahawks over under. The Giants are ten point underdogs, forty six and a half point over under. So I'm pretty sure they think that Colt McCoy is gonna be the starter. Right. Uh yes he is he is that's what I got uh Wayne so of course not even thinking about that Wayne Gallman is getting the workload in the backfield to be um you know a decent running back too uh it's, it's playing his highest percentage of snaps since Danny Dimes went out last week uh he had 24 touches 94 yards and a touchdown uh they want to run the ball and play defense they're trying to get into the playoffs. I don't know if you can trust him as, you know what I'm saying, a solid obvious two. I got him probably like around like 23, 24 this week um, just because the Seahawks have gotten a lot better on defense and they don't give up a lot of yards on the ground already. They, The third best rushing defense only giving up 89 yards per game on the ground. Uh, I would probably – I mean, RBT, RB2 is definitely the range I would have him in, but I would probably put him a little further up more like middling RB2 because he scored a rushing touchdown, I believe, in like five straight games. Yeah. And he's up there. I, I don't know the exact number, but he's like top five or top five or six in, um, in uh, carries from inside the five. So it's not like he's just breaking long plays. Like when they get to the goal line, he's getting the ball. So I think he has a good shot. Get to the goal line. Yeah, that is true. That is true. But, you know, if they do get there, we know that he's going to be, you know, get a – Decent opportunities there, so. Dang, I wish I, I did. I, I forgot to check out how I, did, how I did last week. Yeah, I didn't do too good. You see how I did? Uh uh-uh, uh, I didn't check. Damn, sweet, uh, so crazy. Once I once I saw one, there, I was like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> <laughs> Moving Sterling, on to week thirteen. Sterling Shepard, uh, he would only be he would be the only one I trust as far as wide receiver goes. He hasn't seen less than eight targets. Um, Except one time since week seven, and that was he saw six targets that time. Um, but he will be matched up against Shaquille Griffin, who's giving up a 65%, 65% catch rate. Uh, Seahawks, like I mentioned, have looked better on defense. I know they were like giving up a lot of yards in the beginning of the year, but Jamal Adams is healthy and they got Carlos Dunlap. So that pretty much changed the outlook of that defense. I got him as a, a wide receiver three. I feel like you got to keep rolling him out there just because of the volume he's been getting. The ball got to go yeah. somewhere. You don't really see – well, that was – then again, this was with Daniel Jones, so we don't know yeah. exactly what Colt McCoy's ten- – it's Colt McCoy, right? Yeah. We don't know what his tendencies will really be, but, yeah, I was going to say he's like a must-start wide receiver three, but, you know, I still think he could be – you could start him as a wide receiver three. I just think he's not a must-start with Daniel Jones not playing this week. Mm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Evan Ingram. Uh, reintroduced himself last week, nine targets, caught six of them for a career-high 129 yards. But that all pretty much came with Daniel Dimes. Uh, when Colt McCoy came in, he only saw one target. Uh, but we did just see Dallas Goddard feast on them last uh, – feast on the Seahawks defense last week. So he force-feeds Evan Ingram. Hopefully he does. I think you got to roll Evan Ingram out there as a streamable option at tight end because the tight end landscape is just so gross right now. Exactly. Like, I'm happy if my tight end gets me six targets, bro. Like, you know, he should be up in that, that just, seven to nine, ten range, I feel like. So, yeah, must start. I just hope my tight end don't give me zero points. Exactly. At this point, this is all we can ask for. Just don't give me a goose egg, bro. 
Yeah, that's what I was about to say. In the last four or five games, he done got nine or more targets. Except one against Philly, but besides that game, yeah, nine and ten targets. Four to five games. Four out of five, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Uh, on the other side of the ball, we got um, microwave stove Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? He, he ain't yeah, cooking bro, they, he, He's yeah, just warming they, it up. I th- like we we mentioned that earlier, man. We figured that he they would like kind of move away from that letting Russ cook, bro, and kind of like you know play. Their defense has been playing better. They're running. Carson's healthy now. Hyatt's healthy, so they're going to be trying to run the ball more. But he did throw the ball thirty-one times last week, so I mean, it's not like two thousand nineteen, hundred percent. And you know, Philly is a pretty good defense, so I think he should have a little more success against the Giants. Yeah, you got to roll him out there. Uh, you mentioned Chris Carson, uh, limited in practice again this week, uh, but he should be good to go on Sunday. The Giants are top five in yards allowed on the ground uh, with only 95 yards per game, so you got to temper your expectation with that. They'll probably be throwing the ball a lot against uh, that Giants week secondary. Um, so I got Chris Carson is probably like an RB2, like a, a high RB2 this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, DK is a beast. No need to talk about that. Uh, Tyler Lockett seeing his lowest target total since week four with four targets last week, but he has a great matchup against Darnay Holmes, who's given up an 80% catch rate. That's crazy. Um, but it's microwave Russ out there, so you never know uh, like what's going to happen. I think you still got to roll him out there, but I got him down now as like a, a wide receiver two for me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's pretty much it from that game. Um, how y'all feel about Hollister? He, with uh, Olsen out, he did play. I think he led the team in snaps. So, I mean, if you're desperate for a tight end, I would say that he's okay. He saw five targets, led the team in snaps. So, I think you could do worse than uh, Jacob Hollister this week. I don't know. It I mean, I ain't, I ain't super excited about it. But if you're scraping, you know what I mean? Like, you need a tight end, bro. Hollister's out there. First. Yeah. Low said it, not me. If you lose <laughs> points, go get them. Uh, on to the next game. We got Philadelphia Eagles at the Green Bay Packers. Got an over-under. Philly is nine-point underdogs, 47-point over-under. So, uh, it's a pretty okay game. Car- uh, Carson Wentz. Carson. And- I was about to say Chris Carson. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Uh, Carson Wentz in a great matchup. He should be able to get uh, in a great matchup last week. He he got you 18 points. It just was probably like the worst 18 points you probably ever could see. Um, exactly. He looked so bad out there, bro. Like, and and a lot of that a lot of that production came in like garbage time also. So mm-hmm. like it's then you got Jair Alexander. I, I think he's he's he played last week, right? Yeah. yeah so I mean, the Green Bay is no slouch. So giving up the eighth fewest fantasy points to the quarterback. Two two QB leagues maybe, but uh, yeah, in one QB leagues, I'm not going to start him this week. I don't know. In two QB leagues, I would probably have to think about it too. Yeah, if I got a better option, it just you know a lot of a lot of people don't have three good options at quarterback. You know. Especially, and we were just talking about on the last episode um, that they probably like the whole NFC East probably gonna be having backup quarterbacks this year, this week. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one because like Carson Wentz is playing like a backup, so yeah, he might be his backup might be in exactly. Uh, Miles Sanders, man, like I feel like the Eagles forgot that they have him. Like if 
Carson Wentz would just give him the ball a lot more, then I'm pretty sure this offense would look a lot better. Um, he only had nine touches last week. Like, that is ridiculous. Gross, bro. Gross. Been real pedestrian, man, since returning from that injury. But, you know, like you say, he did only see nine opportunities. But I feel like he should get back on track, man. I don't I don't see that happening two weeks in a row where he's only getting nine opportunities. But he's one of the best playmakers on offense. So, Green Bay is a perfect game or perfect matchup to get back on track. They're allowing the third most points to running back. So, you're firing up any anyway, you know, no matter the matchup. But I think you should, you know, be a little more confident in him this week. Please. Um, the Eagles wide receivers. I got to sit them all. Yeah, bro. Yeah, oh my hey, god. Way to ruin something, bro. Yeah, I mean Rager is averaging a little over six targets, so I feel like he would be the guy I would play if I had to start one. But I don't think you could trust him with the way Wentz is playing. He's also expected to see Jair Alexander, who of course has been balling this year. He has. Rager has a negative 44% matchup advantage, according to PFF. Jesus. So that is gross, man. Fulgham, definitely not playing him, bro. He's really droppable at this point, but you yeah, definitely, I if you want to hold on to him, just don't play him this week. Played a season-low in snaps since his first game back in week four. Only had two targets, his lowest since week four for 16 yards, man. He's combined for 5.2 points in his last three weeks. So he is, like, slowly becoming an afterthought with more and more in their skill players coming back, bro. It's It's very sad. It's ridiculous. Like, how do you, how do you force feed this person? And you see how great he is, and then just like, ah, uh, Alshon Jeffrey's back. You just think he's not. Like, <clears throat> you see him producing with the targets, bro. You, like, bro, I don't, coaching. I don't know, bro. It's, it's and you, and you roll Alshon Jeffrey out. The, the sad part is he's not getting the snaps. You know what I'm saying? If he wasn't, get, if he was just out there and what the ball just wasn't going his way, but he was still playing above like seventy percent of the snaps, I would be like, all right, like, yeah, that's crazy. And Dallas Goddard is back, man. He saw a season high ten targets last week. Caught seventy, uh, caught him for seventy five yards and a touchdown. That's back to back weeks with seventy yards and a touchdown. Ertz is expected to be back on Sunday, but Goddard was outperforming him when Ertz was there too. So I feel like you still roll Dallas Goddard out there with confidence. I think you roll both of them out there, though. Yeah, I was about to ask you that. Would you roll Zach Ertz out there? Yeah, I mean, they. I want to say they they're up near the top of the league in two tight end sets. This year, so when they're both, you know, active or whatever. So yeah. and even with Ertz out, Richard Roger was still getting, you know, enough looks and stuff. So I think I think um you can roll Ertz out there. I would prefer Goddard, but I like Ertz too. I was just about to mention the Richard Rogers. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, we got Mr. Discount Double Check literally only had one bad game all year. Um he's like a fan. he should be a fantasy MVP like consideration too. Definitely, bro, because he was such a great value, bro. Like, Man, if you bought the dip steals, on him this year, bro, even steals. in Superflex leagues, bro, he was going, like – I think I got him, like, a fifth, sixth round. Like, in the, yeah, bro. I got him was, in a lot of places. When I looked, I said, wow, I have Aaron Rodgers pretty much everywhere. Bro, it was so many leagues where I have, like, Kyler Murray and then Rodgers as my QB2, Watson, mm-hmm. and then Rodgers, bro. Like, it was – he was the perfect QB2 to go for this year, bro. So, if you bought the dip, congratulations. Yep. Discount double check himself. Uh, AA Jones, uh, Philly is pretty stout against the run, um, allowing the 11 fewest fantasy points per game. Um, still waiting for another explosion game from Aaron Jones. Um, only having over 15 fantasy points twice all year. He did have that blow up game against Dallas in week two and on 19 points against the Falcons in week four. And ever since then, it's been pretty pedestrian. Um, injury in there, but. 
I mean, you got to start your stud right now. This is the playoff times, and this is what you drafted him for. So you got to roll him out there with confidence. Is he finally starting to see that touchdown regression we've been talking yeah. about for two years, bro? Because he's only had one one uh, touchdown since coming back from injury. Like his his touches are still up there, like 20, t- 20 opportunities, 19, 14, 19. So like his opportunities are just there, mm-hmm. still there, but it's just the touchdown regression finally hitting. So hopefully he can, um, you know, get back in the end zone this year or this week and make you feel a little more confident about him going to the playoffs. Well, who can't get out of the end zone is Devontae Adams. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, on uh, Robert Tunyon, I remember we had a conversation about Robert Tunyon. You said you didn't like him. Uh, he found the end zone now back-to-back weeks. Uh, he will see Jalen Mills in coverage, who's giving up a 62% catch rate. The Eagles are giving up a fourth, the 14th most fantasy points to the tight end. I like Robert Tunyon again this week. I like him too. I have him out as a start, averaging five targets over the last two weeks. And like you said, a touchdown in each game. So he definitely has another shot at one this week. Um, another one I would uh, – somebody else I want to just go back to before we move on is Jamal Williams. Mm. Um, he has been seeing roughly half the snaps while Jones is active this year, and he's averaging 12 opportunities per game. So I think he's in a flex category because he, he has a decent floor and he has a shot at a touchdown pretty much every week. So That's a I think you could do worse than him as a flex. Especially in his running back. Exactly. Uh, disaster of a running back scenario we got going on. I like Robert Tunyon too, just because you can put him in as a tight end, but he's like exactly. a wide receiver, you know what I mean? And the tight mm-hmm. end landscape is so trash. Uh, Alan Lazard did see six targets last week, but um, I don't think he can be trusted at this point in the season to play all time. Yeah, he's a cl- he is the second option out there, but he got banged up last week, if you remember. Yeah. I think so we don't know how healthy he is. So yeah, like you said, I'm not going to trust him this week. He's a boomer bust option. On to the next game. We got the Patriots at the Chargers over under. 47 and a half point over under. And this is actually a pick 'em, which is kind of surprising to me. You said 47? 47 and a half. And it's like, it's no favorites. It's just a pick 'em. Um, I like often ma- a- matched up evenly. I often ask myself, is Cam Newton still a quarterback on Sundays? You know what I'm saying? On fantasy, on, on Twitter, I mean. And I just don't know. Um, uh, we've so seen him cool. have one of the worst floor games poss- as possible. He had a negative game this year, and he had a three-point game this year. Um, three-point game last week it was. Uh, tenth fewest overall points um, that are being allowed by the Chargers to uh, the backs. So he does have a good matchup. Uh, I don't know. The Chargers have allowed 190 yards rushing to quarterbacks this year. I got him as a low QB one this league, but I just don't know if you can trust him, man. Like, if you're depending yeah. on him in one QB leagues, I don't know, man. It's just when he – man, watching when him he throw sucks, the ball, it's just kind of it's kind of bad, bro. Like, I don't know, bro. It's like he'd be, like, struggling to, to get the ball downfield, bro. It just – and then he's not running the ball like that either. So, well, I don't know. He had 46 yards last year. He just really just needed – Limit them turnovers, bro. That's really what psyched him last yeah, week. The turnovers, turnovers, and not passing for a lot of yards. So, uh, I don't know, man. Um, y'all took a victory lap a little too early on Cam Newton, especially Jamal. he was balling. I mean, we, we, yeah. it was warranted, yeah. bro. Twenty. He started the year off twenty five points, thirty four points. Like, I mean, goddamn. I didn't think he was just gonna fall off the face of the earth, bro. Once Edelman went down, it was over, bro. He, he literally had nobody. Once Edelman went down, it all went downhill from there. 
And Myers was doing good, but they were just like, bro, this dude, after a couple, you know, weeks of watching tape, they was like, bro, this dude is like 5'7", 130, bro. Just, <laughs> just press his ass, bro. <laughs> see, if he, see if he got there productive. And that story Cam is Newton is now, not so. accurate. Yeah, he's not, bro. But, yeah, so two QB leagues, I guess you can get away with it just because of the matchup. They, Like you said, they are, you know, a plus matchup against quarterbacks, allowing the eighth most points, so – Two QB leagues, I'm fine with them, but I don't think you can trust them in one QB leagues. Damian Harris and James White. Harris led the backfield, playing 65% of the snaps, uh, 14 touches, 47 yards. White, only six touches, but he did have two touchdowns and played 37% of the snaps, so he bailed you out with the two touchdowns. Um, I like, I guess, both of them, you know what I mean, in this, in this running back landscape. I think you start both of them this week. The Chargers giving up the 13th most fantasy points to the running back position. Man, I don't know about White. Definitely Harris because, like you said, his his snaps, he played, you know, led the team in snaps with Burkhead out. But White bailed you out with not one touchdown, but two touchdowns, mm-hmm. bro. Like, and how many times is he going to have rushing touchdowns this year, bro? So, yeah. Yeah, maybe a desperation flex play, but I don't, I don't know. I didn't like that last week. The- they gave up three receiving touchdowns. Uh, the Chargers did. That's like the fifth most in the NFL. Not a lot, but mm. as far as uh, – I don't understand why he's not throwing the ball to White, bro. He had one target last week. Because Cam Newton's arm is gross. Exactly. That's perfect for somebody that can't <laughs> throw the ball, bro. You only got to throw it two yards. Uh, if he looked bad throwing it down the field, imagine how bad he'll look trying to throw it across. <laughs> bro, that's just a little boop. You know what I mean? Do a little touch pass or something, bro. That shit works. He's going to go boop, right into the uh, defensive line of hand. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Jacoby Myers, you want to start Jacoby Myers this week? Uh, I think he's probably back down to earth, uh, back-to-back weeks under 10 points. Yeah, I don't like him. Um, he had, like, what, three a three-game stretch of, like, having, like, a 40% target share. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's like you say, he's came back down to earth the last couple of weeks, so I don't think you can trust him this week. Uh, low wide receiver. I got him as a wide receiver four, man. I, I was thinking about wide receiver three, but I think he's gonna be like around four out of that wide receiver three range. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the ball, we got Justin Herbert, uh, the number eight fantasy quarterback, tied for the most, um, tied for the second most 300 plus yard games this year with six. Um, the Patriots are the allowing the seventh fewest point fantasy points to the quarterback. But Justin Herbert has only thrown less than 30 times once in his career. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Think about sitting him. Yeah, you just tip your expectations, but the ball is going to be thrown around. He's going to find some way to get into the end zone. Yep. Um, speaking of, and he got Austin Eckler back, who had 20 touches last week playing 73% of the snaps. So I guess that's how they worked him back in. <laughs> He said, um, now he had more than 20. He had 30. He had 14 carries and 16 targets. Oh, I guess touches. I touches. touches. Yeah. He had 30 opportunities, though. 16 mm. targets, bro? That is insane, bro. 129 <laughs> yard, all-purpose yards. Uh, the Patriots are given, are allowing the ninth uh, most receiving yards to the running back position, and they are allowing 123 yards on the ground, so it should be a good game for Austin Eckler. We saw King Drake have a good game, um, so I got him as a low-end RB1 this week. Um, Keenan Allen, man, he got to be in consideration for fantasy MVP also, playing his uh, playing most of his time in the slot this year, 51% of the time, so he should avoid the Stephon Gilmore treatment, hopefully, um, and see Jonathan Joseph. Uh, it's still a, a not a, a great matchup, but it's better than Stephon Gilmore. Um, but you just temper your expectations and keep rolling the dog out there. 
Yep. I don't even think I'm tempering, bro. He's he getting too much volume, bro. Yeah. Like his low last week was like was last week when he got ten targets. The shit's crazy. (laughs) That's what's going crazy too. That's just another reason why I like Justin Herbert, bro. Because you you don't spread the ball around. You get the ball to your playmakers, bro. And that's how it should be, bro. Like I understand spreading the ball around, maybe, but he playing mad. If you have, if you have studs, bro. That's what he said. What's your rate, no man? What kind of, what kind of, what, I bet. What kind of coins? <laughs> hey, what kind of coins they got? All hands. All right, for sure. Let's get it. For real, bro. Love square, it. square. square. <laughs> yeah. What the play is? I don't know. Square. <laughs> don't go. Don't even keep out. Let's go. Oh, Eckler back. Let's go. Oh, no, Two reads. Tra- boom, boom. Oh, man, I hate when they change the circle. Yeah. <laughs> bro, that should do me the worst, though, bro. Exactly. We're so bro. used to pressing circle or something for a certain player, bro, and they switch it up, bro. It's like, bro, I literally do a pick for that shit. Exactly. Uh, Mike Williams only having under 70 yards twice in the last five games. Uh, I think he's okay to roll out as a wide receiver three because uh, he should. He But he will get probably the, the most Stephon Gilmore. Uh, is that what I call him? Yeah, that was right. Stephon yeah, Gilmore, Gilmore treatment. Um, so I would tell I don't instance. like, yeah, I don't like him. But he week. getting the volume too, though. Yeah, but is he getting consistent volume? What is let me look at it real quick? Uh, well, he's like he's like alternating between five and seven targets. So uh, I think he's more like you know, like a boom or bust wide receiver three, I guess you could say. But under 70 yards twice. Yeah, he's getting like big catches, so I'm not expecting him like to like. Keenan Allen his way down the field, but like you know, you get like a 30, he could beat him for a 30 yard here, 20 yard yeah. here. That's 50. Four catches on 50 have, Let me see where I have him ranked at this week. Gotta start looking at our ranks. I wish you could like players. search it. Yeah, I have him down as a, a wide receiver four this week. Mm. So we'll see. Let's play. Uh Hunter Henry, of course, you start him season high targets last week with 10, caught seven of them for 67 yards. Uh, the Patriots are great against tight ends, though, um, allowing the fifth fewest points to them. So you just tip your expectation, but you roll them out there because of the volume. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. That's it from that game. All right, on moving on. The next one, we got the Denver Broncos at the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, newly acquired Drew Locke for Javar <laughs> has hey. already played Kansas City this year. Um, they allowed – well, he threw the ball 40 times and only had 12 fantasy points. So, probably don't want to start him this week, Jabbar. Yep. Uh, 14, Denver's 14 point underdogs, 51 point over under. Well, wow, 14 points? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, have you seen the way Kansas City is looking lately? <laughs> it should be more. 51 point over under? That's crazy. Yeah. So, it's going to be like yeah. 30 to 10. But- like 30 to 16? 30. Man, I don't know, bro. I don't. I'm not good at math. <laughs> I'm put on the spot. <laughs> you were just supposed to say yeah, bro. You should just say yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're right. That's thirty. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, Melvin Gordon, uh, Philip, Philip Lindsay. Of course, Philip Lindsay is expected to play. Uh, the Chiefs are giving up the 12th most fantasy points this year on the ground, but I don't think they'll be able to run long enough for them to have like great games. Even though they played previously, Melvin and Lindsay both had quality games. Uh. In week seven, 147 yards on the ground combined. I got him as like RB3s. I have Lindsey down as an RB3 because he's only seen double-digit carries twice this year, and he's not very he's not really used in the passing game. 
So I think Gordon's going to see his usual like 12 to 15 carries, but he's used more in the passing game. And with them being 14-point underdogs, I can see him getting, you know, having like a floor of like four targets this week. So I think he should be safe as a uh, running back too. But And then uh, Lindsey has a uh, running back three. Uh, the Broncos wide receivers, I don't like any of them. Nope. Uh, Noah Fant, I guess he started with this, uh, I guess. Do like Fant this week. He's a middling tight end one for me. Um, He'll be matched up with Anthony Hitchens, who is graded out as a 59 on PFF and allowing a 77% catch rate. He also saw seven targets back um, in week seven against Kansas City. So, you know, with the wide receivers being locked up on the outside, I could see Fant becoming like his favorite target. And um, the other guy, Albert O, he also saw seven targets that week. So he should, you know, probably even get even more volume since Albert O is on IR now. Uh, but, but on the other side of the ball, uh, Patrick Mahomes got game against the Broncos the uh, last time they played. But I think it was snowing, right? I believe so. Yeah, he only scored 12 points, and he was only required to throw the ball 23 times. That's a season low, and I don't think it's going to be snowing on Sunday. Uh, no, sir. Of course, you rolled him out there. We already talked about CEH um, being hurt. Um, Denver is allowing the 11th most running, uh, 11 most fantasy points to the running backs. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is still in that running back one role uh, with Bell not playing. He's playing around like 30% of the snap, so Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is still getting 50-plus, so that's – good but he's not putting out that performance like he was in the beginning of the year what's really capping his yeah what's really capping his ceiling he's not really being used in a passing game like that mm. um but i think like you said i think i, I don't have him as an rb1 i think he's more of an rb2 this week um and i think he's a solid rb2 because I, it looks like kansas city's attacking their opponent's weakness like last week if you notice like they were passing all over tampa bay because they're solid against the run so they knew that it was, you know, there's no point of having CH run into a brick wall if you can mm-hmm. beat them somewhere else. So they just have skilled players everywhere. So, I mean, it's a, it's a good strategy. Like, I can't hate on it. But this week, I think Denver is better against the pass than they are against the run. Uh, they're allowing a 22nd most points to receivers compared to 17. I have 17 most points to the running backs. Okay, 11. Yeah, so, I mean, 11 would be better. But, you know, the fact is that they're, you know, easier to run against than pass against. So I think he should be a solid RB2 this week. Uh got Tyreek Hill, man. We got to talk about – I think – did we talk about him yesterday? Probably not long enough. Bro. That dude, man. 50 <laughs> points. God damn, bro. Can you imagine, bro? I, I hope – no, I don't think – I think it's, like, impo- almost impossible to lose if you had him last week, bro. Yes. Like, it was – like, people were scoring, like, 200 points. Dalvin Cook. 200 points, bro. I've seen yeah. – I saw multiple 200-point games with him. In, in regular leagues, though. Like, not even, like, crazy, crazy Not even bro. crazy scoring leagues. Crazy, bro. Mm. Gotta love it. 200 yards in the first quarter. Insane, bro. I thought he was going to get, like, 600 yards, bro. Like, <laughs> I was like, nah, was man. Wild, bro. Yeah, man. I, I it's like, crazy man. that they didn't They didn't adjust or anything, bro. <laughs> like, I guess they, they did kind of adjust. Did you they had, on, like, six and nine. I think on Sports Center, um, they, I, I don't know one of them sports channels I was watching. They said that they were gonna wait till halftime to make an adjustment, but before they could, they said they said it got too late to put them to adjust. They said, "Fuck it, man, just let them eat, bro." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's too, it's too late now. <laughs> After the backflip, it was like shit, bro, man. What that that do? deal, bro. This this team, bro, bro. It's just it's too good, bro. I don't see anybody beating them, bro. 
Nah, I, I, just, I just don't see it, bro. I, I know told, I said about Pittsburgh five is, Yeah, Pittsburgh is undefeated still, bro. But even them, I don't think match up. They be squeaking well out them. wins. Exactly, bro. Like it's just yeah. They they just not different, one, different, not breed, two, bro. not three, not four. <laughs> With LeBron, unlimited, unlimited championships. Uh, Sammy Watkins, um, seven targets in his first game back. He'll see uh, AJ Boye this week, uh, who's giving up a 63% catch rate. Uh, Vegas do think it's gonna be a pretty high scoring game. I think you could probably roll, you could do worse than Sammy Watkins in the flex this week. Yep, I agree. Um, of course, you start in Travis Kelsey to God, yes, sir. Um, on to the next game, we got the Washington football team at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Alex Smith back to back games under 10 points, not even thinking about him. Um, Antonio Gibson, a career game last week 27 touches, 120 yards, and three touchdowns. I don't think we talked enough about that even. Yeah, man, he was running all over Dallas last week, bro. That shit was. It was it was exciting to watch, bro, because you know he was like a, a especially like a dynasty darling this offseason, bro. I don't think anybody expected him to take off in year one like he did, bro. But you know it's been great to Antonio see. Antonio did, yeah, he he did. He was a, a believer from day one, you know. So props to him for uh, seeing that. I remember when we talked about um, on our offseason show when we was going over like the incoming rookies, bro. Mm-hmm. I think we were like talking about running backs, bro. And he talked about Antonio Gibson. I said, bro, they got him down. He's not even a receiver, bro. Exactly. He's not even a receiver, bro. Hey, he's a he running back. Bro. You down too. And he's a good running back, too. I do believe, like, you got to start him, bro. Um, okay. I think this will be the test, though, bro, because, you know, to begin the year, I don't think they were, tra- they were, they were trailing most of the, of the game, you know, to start the year. Mm-hmm. And then over these last, like, few, like, two or three games, like, they've actually been leading for most of the game. So, mm-hmm. That's probably why you've been seeing a lot of him. So this is going to be the true test. You have to start him. But like you say, you got to temper expectations because Pittsburgh is no slouch against the run, bro. And, you know, Gibson has been getting a lot of touchdown deodorant. So yeah. we'll we'll see what he what he does this week. But, you know, you, you can't sit him after what he's been doing this year. I got him as an RB, too. I think I got him at like 13, 14. Yeah. Um, he is top 30 in both elusive and breakaway percentages, so that is something good to see. The analytics are matching up to what you see on paper, bro. Um, just real quick before we move on, when he learns how to pass block, bro, it's gonna it's be over, bro. It's over, bro. This like, is only he, he hasn't played seen a lot of ceiling, back. bro. Exactly, we haven't even seen his ceiling, bro. It's crazy. Uh, Terry McLaurin, uh, consistency is the key, man. The only thing he's not getting is the t- touchdown Dior only having three this year. Um, hasn't had less than seven targets and 74 yards since week five. Stefan Nelson is the matchup. He's graded 68 by PFF and giving up a 60% catch rate. So I got him probably as a wide receiver two this week because it's just a nasty matchup. Um, that Pittsburgh defense is going to be a tough one to pass against. Yeah, they are definitely are easier to pass against than run against. But it's so, just gonna be a nasty. Yeah, game, I would. Yeah, you got a temper, but yeah, you, you just know where you're sitting them. And also, Washington is eight and a half point underdogs, forty three and a half point over under. So low scoring game looks like. J.D. McKissick um came back down to earth. Only thirteen combined touches over the last two weeks after I think it was like thirty plus just targets alone over the two weeks previous to that. Um, so I got him as like the RB four range now. Yeah, that shit had trap written all over it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Knew that shit can't all keep up. I believe, man. I was like, 
I don't believe in no JD McKissick. I don't believe in no JD McKissick. And he kept proving me wrong. Proving me wrong. Got multiple said, years being average. I said, this is not him. And even when he was getting all these targets, he still was pretty average, bro. Like he was, yeah, like. 15 targets and 40 yards, bro. Like, imagine, on, if Dal- imagine if Dalvin Cook got 15 targets. Jesus. He had Tyreek Hill numbers. 100 points. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> um, awesome. Oh, that would be great. Logan Thomas found the end zone last week, caught all four of his targets. Um, Robert Spinelli, I think that's how you say it, is in the ma- is his matchup. He's great at 63 by PFF, getting up a 60% catch rate. Pittsburgh is, however, allowing the fewest points to tight end. So I got him as a sit. Agreed. Um, on the other side of the ball, we got Big Ben threw the ball 51 times last week. It's so crazy. <laughs> this week, two days is. ago. <laughs> 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 that was so weird. I, I loved it. That shit was weird, bro. I, I, I was at work. I forgot it was on. For real? That yeah. shit was so wild. I, had to, like, I couldn't even watch it how I wanted to watch it because I was like, I got off in the middle of it. So I had to drive home. I had to go pay the rent and do like yeah. regular shit that people do at five o'clock in the daytime, not watch football. That's what I, that's how I be feeling when um I got to close on Thursdays, bro. And it's Thursday night football, bro. It's like, God damn, bro. Mm-hmm. Especially when customers, because you know I work retail, bro. Customers mm-hmm. be like taking their time and shit. I'm like, bro. Hello, <laughs> Thursday night football. Bro, we closed, motherfucker. I got football to watch. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at? That was that was weird though. Like he, what did he end with last week? He only what had did he end with? Twenty six. Yeah, he didn't, ha- he didn't have a great day, but that's one. So this is one of the examples. This is one of the examples where if you you're doing yourself an injustice if you just look at the stat sheet. If you watch that game, bro, you will saw see that the receivers dropped a lot, yes. a lot of passes, bro. Deontay, Deontay Johnson had Johnson. like three drops, bro. I'm like, bro, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, Deontay Johnson dropped a lot of passes. Yeah, so, I mean, we he's been we've dropping said, passes. Yeah, we've said it multiple times in the last couple of weeks that they're looking like they want to throw the ball more. So, you know, this is good news for him. So you got to keep rolling him out there, uh, Big Ben. Oh, yeah, I got him as a low QB one. Uh, Benny Snell played seventy one percent of the snaps last week with James Conner out. Did we get any news on James Conner? What's wrong with him? He on the I, th- list? I think uh, he actually had COVID, so I don't think he's gonna. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna play this week because you know he's a cancer survivor too. So I think they yeah, have to take that one serious for sure. Bless not up. That, not taking the other one serious, but you know. Yeah, bless up, bless up. Uh, Twenty. Touches total and 93 yards total uh, for Benny Snell last week. So he's and a sick ass stiff arm. Yes, lifted a man out of his soul. Um, this uh, Washington is allowing the six fewest points to the running back position, however. So I got him as another RB2 week for Benny Snell. Yep. Um, Steelers wide receivers Juju with the ears up against Jimmy Moreland. It's pretty much tough matchup is all around, but he has the easiest of them all with uh, Jimmy Moreland giving up the 71% catch rate. Um, Dante Johnson, double-digit targets in five out of the last six weeks. Uh, Clay Claypool with at least eight targets in five of the last um, six, in the last five games with four touchdowns. So I think you start them all. Yep. You got them. Start them if you got them. Yep. Eric Ebron also, I think you can start him. Uh, 11 targets last week, only score under 10 points one time in the last six weeks. So if you scramble up for tight ends, I like Eric Ebron as an every, every week starter now. Definitely, bro. Uh, what are they allowing? So crazy Washington? how Eric Ebron just keeps coming back. 
Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, I mean, he's always been one of those athletic tight ends too, bro. So a lot of people had him down as kind of like a sleeper tight end. So it is good to see him performing. And Washington is allowing the 13th most points to tight end. So uh, plus matchup, he's in a starting conversation. Do-do. On to the next one. The Buffalo Bills are at the 49ers. I don't even think they're playing that San Francisco. I think they're playing in like Arizona. Arizona, yeah. That was, did you bro? That's wild, bro. They literally kicked them out of the state. So y'all we can't y'all can't play sports here. Hey, yeah, we ain't doing that shit over here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, this is what we play. Y'all know we in the middle of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. You can't do it here. Yeah, I feel you, but you can't. You can't do it here, bro. I'm gonna get y'all about two days to get all that shit and just take it somewhere else. Like so that like, shit is wild, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. J- Josh but, uh Buffalo is a one point favorites, 48 point over under. Josh Allen dealing with a knee slash ankle injury. Um only one game this year under 15 points. He gotta be in the consideration for uh fantasy um MVP also. The Russian floor always gives him a good game even in a bad matchup even the, the san francisco 49ers are allowing the 10th most yards on the ground to the quarterback so even with the knee slash ankle injury i like the great white hope you're still starting him but i actually got him down as um tippering expectations this week mm. um they're allowing 49ers allowing 11th fewest points to quarterbacks but he isn't the same quarterback when john brown is inactive so in seven games, when Brown with Brown in the lineup, he's averaging twenty five point four points per game. In the three games without Brown, averaging eighteen points. So not terrible, but that is a seven point swing. So um, that floor comes down a little bit. Damn, Smokey, downtown John Brown, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. Zach Moss eleven touches, sixty eight yards on fifty nine percent of the snaps last week. Singletary 14, 102 yards and 41% of the snaps. So it's pretty much a 50-50 split. Um, San Francisco is allowing the eighth fewest points to the running back position. Um, I got them both as running back threes this week in a bad matchup pretty much. But the volume yeah. is probably going to be there. I think I – don't, I don't know. I think they're sits. I, think um, nah, I don't think he can yeah, sit Yeah, because they're pretty. I don't think he can sit him, man. But they, they got like what, 11 opportunities and like 10 opportunities, something like that last week. And that was a good matchup. Yeah, so 11 to 14. That was a good matchup. This week, like you said, they're allowing the seventh fewest points to running back. So with a 50 50 split, tough matchup. And you still have Josh Allen that's going to be still in touch, touches around the goal line. He's hurt, though. I just think their floor, man, is, is, is low. I don't think yeah. they really. Any of them are going to have a ceiling game. Um, any of them or Gio Bernard. Ooh. That's like people. That's these. This is what people are going yeah. through right now. Yeah. I guess. Uh, I guess I would go. Damn, that's a, that's a good one. I will go. Yeah, I probably play one of them over Gio because yeah. Gio hasn't been looking good at all last last couple weeks. But I feel like they're in the same tier. Yeah, I mean, if anything, Gio get Gio is. I mean, at least we know he is the starter. Uh, Zach Moss. They're not going to get a lot of. They're not going to get a lot of scoring opportunities. So I feel like you know that kind of bring makes them equal. Zach Moss or um, Booker out of Las Vegas. Booker easily. Okay, for sure. Um, Stefan Diggs. He'll see uh, Richard Sherman only. Richard Sherman only a little bit of the time as Richard Sherman doesn't shadow. He just stays on one side of the field. Um, So I still like Stefan Diggs. As uh, put up wide receiver one, wide receiver one numbers. Mm. Um, 
on anybody else. From, I don't like anybody else from that from Buffalo. I yeah, did. I, I did like Gabriel, Gabriel Davis. Oh, geez. he's yeah. Um, he has made a few uh, splash plays this year, and he mm. very well could do that, but I'm not baking on it this week. He's going to see Jason Verrett um, graded out as an 80 and giving up the four fewest fantasy points per route. So don't yeah, like I was, I was going to write him up, and then when I saw that, I just stopped. Yeah. But do you like Jason – not Jason Verrett. Do you like Gabriel Davis or like Denzel Mims or J- Jameson Crowder this week? I like – Mims seems like Mims is on the on the verge of a breakout. A man. Breakout. He's been, yeah, he's mm-hmm. been seeing steady volume, man. So I would play him over him. I would play Mims over Gabriel Davis. I do like uh, Cole Beasley though. I think he's a solid high floor flex play this week. Um, he'll see Emmanuel Mosley, who's great out as a fifty-seven, and he does have the best matchup out of the receivers. So I think if you you know just need some. A solid floor, somebody that's not going to burn you, I think Beasley could do that for you this week. Beasley or Crowder? Because Crowder's been disappointed lately. Beasley, exactly, for that reason. And I like, I think I like Mims over, over Crowder, too. Me, too. I, yeah. I mean, because last week was like the true test. When Darno came back, yes. we were like, okay, well, yes, yes. with Darno, like, he's, you know, he's hyper-targets freaking Crowder, but he only saw five targets last week. So yeah, exactly. Not, can't really, Crowder can't really do nothing with five targets. I was the only reason you liked him because he was getting those double digit exactly. targets. Exactly. Exactly. On to the other side of the ball, Nick Mullins, uh, Buffalo giving up the seventh most fantasy points to the quarterback position. Uh, Las Vegas is expected. I'll oh, go ahead. I didn't even get an over under. Yeah, we did. Buffalo's my, did. Uh, minus one, 48 point over under. Uh, when I wrote this, there was, it was a 40, 47 point game Vegas was expecting, but. Cool story. I think you can trust Nate Nick Mullins, man. I think you can do a lot worse than Nick Mullins in two QB leagues. I can't do it, bro. You don't think so? He has 11, 10 points, and eight points his last three games. 17 points is his highest. So I know the matchup is good, bro, but you know, matchup only take him so far, bro. If they're not allowing letting him throw the ball like that, you know, they're gonna try to run the ball. You know, they give a lot of a lot of rushes to even their receivers. So I, I don't like him. Uh, I mean, he hasn't been like killing you like like a lot of these. I think he had that one game where he got took out. But right. He's playing Eight like points, great defense. Ten points, but, but look at the points. defenses he's playing though. Look at the defenses he's yeah, playing. Yeah, that's true. Like he's going up. I mean, against, he could. He I, could. I, I like him better than Cole. Um, mm-hmm. I like him better than Cole too. I can keep going down the list. I can never come up with the quarterbacks because, like, when I want to go off the list of who I like him better, I need to look at my well, rankings. Him or uh, Carson Wentz. Now Carson Wentz still. I ain't forcing it. I ain't that. I ain't that serious. All right, all right. How about uh, him or Cam Newton? See, see something like mm-hmm. see, something like that. I would have to think about because yeah. I think Cam Newton in a bad matchup could come out there and like leave you down bad. Yeah, him or so. Who's your answer there? Probably still Cam Newton, but I don't see. I don't know though. Yeah, but probably still Cam. One more, him or Matthew Stafford. Who's Matthew Stafford playing again? We did that game. Chicago. See, I w- I think I would like him. Yeah. I think I like him over Matthew Stafford. I have Matthew Stafford at 21 right now. Mullins at 23. So I guess I would go with Stafford. I just think Stafford's floor is a little higher than Mullins. Like Not without if, Kenny Galladay, I don't know. I mean, he it. put up 17 last week. He put a, he had a 20-point game without Galladay. So I still think his floor is a little higher like than, than Mullins, personally. Yeah. 
And we've seen Mullins look bad, bad. But I, he just be looking bad, bad against great defenses. And now he's got his his pass, his um his uh playmakers back. He's been playing without like Debo, playing without Mustard. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's As, true. Mustard is back. Uh, Buffalo's giving up 129 yards on the ground, uh, rushing and the ninth most fantasy points to the running back position. First week back, saw 40 percent of the snaps, 18 touches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. So I like Raheem Mustard to come back and probably like a little RB two with RB one. Um, yeah, high end RB two for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Debo 13 targets in a healthy game. See, he had Debo got 13 targets last week for 133 yards. A lot of those were pretty much extended run plays, but still they count out as targets. Um, exactly. It don't even matter who is the matchup with Debo, bro, because they yeah. just find ways to manufacture him, manufacture touches for him. And I really, I should have trusted my own rankings, bro, because I, I, I was looking at the consistency rankings, bro, and everybody had him at like consistency number forty and stuff. I'm like, bro, like how? Like what? What am I missing here, bro? Because yeah, I didn't have him that low. He's not a, t- a prototypical receiver. There, it doesn't matter. Like I saw he was going against Ramsey, and you oh, know man. he was. It was his first game back, bro. So I mean, I guess that's why they had him there. But even though I had him ranked as a back end back end wide receiver too, I still didn't start. I didn't trust my own gut to start him, and it kind of burned me. I, it wouldn't have mattered in my matchup, but he did go off. So. I'm not making that mistake again, bro. He's gonna he's gonna get touches, bro. And he's gonna produce no matter who he's going against. Facts. Um, let's see. Uh, Brandon Ayuk. How do you feel about Brandon Ayuk in his first game back from the vid? Same thing with him. I think that he has a. Uh, I don't think. I think you had to pay attention to match up a little bit more because I don't think he'll get as many touches as Debo. But I think he'll be good as a flex play because, like Debo, they're gonna find ways to manufacture touches for him. Like they're the same type of player to me. Yeah, I like them both. Um, I also didn't do good in the rankings this week. Damn. 133. Gerard don't even be checking his shit. <laughs> he just be doing it to like, <laughs> all right, I'll do these shits real quick. Where you got how you ranked that this week? Exactly. Where did it start at? Uh, Jordan Reed back to back games with six targets, only 18 yards. Uh, the last two weeks, um, I don't know, man. Stream, targets he's a, are there, he's, yeah. He's a streaming option this week. Buffalo's allowing the ninth most points to tight ends, and like you said, six targets each of the last two games. And you know, that's really all you can ask for, bro. Six targets, <laughs> I'll take that from a tight end, bro. In this economy, yeah, that'll do, donkey. That'll do. Uh, on to the next game. What is this? This is Tuesday night football. Damn, did I miss Monday? Oh, night you missed football? the Monday night football, bro. Oh, no, I didn't. Yes, I did. You did. It's Tuesday. It's okay. Oh. Don't go back. No. <laughs> oh, you ready for some Tuesday Sunday night football? <laughs> <laughs> um, damn. Oh, damn song for this shit. I know Tuesday Sunday night football. Uh, Dallas at Baltimore. Andy Dalton struggled against um, a good match, a bad matchup last week, and he's gonna have another bad matchup this week. So you sit him. See, I like Nick Mullins over Andy Dalton. Yeah, I have him over Andy Dalton too. One spot ahead. Uh, Zeke probably the biggest disappointment of the year. Gross, bro. Gross. So, that's crazy. Only it's like have- I understand I understand the lack of scoring opportunities, bro. But when you're putting the ball on the ground this many times, bro, that is you. That's not yeah, you for know, sure. Can't really blame nobody but yourself. Uh, so only one game over a hundred yards on the ground this year, and only had his last game over a hundred all-purpose yards was week five, and he's not getting into the end zone like that. Uh, Baltimore. 
Baltimore has given up the seventh fewest points uh, to the running back position. I got him as an RB2. Uh, yeah, I have him down at 14. I might He might move down even more because yeah. in a good matchup, he's average, and this is a bad matchup. So. Exactly. I just be feeling so crazy when I be putting, like, random people over him. It just don't seem right, man. Yeah. So would you start Zeke or J.K. Dobbins on the other side? Uh, see, that's why I'd be like, I don't want to force it, but I'll probably would start J.K. Dobbins if they say he's healthy. Yeah. Did he have the vid or he just was around somebody? Nah, he was around somebody. He yeah, got activated he, already. He was getting the usage before, like, he had, you know what I'm saying, on the verge of a breakout game. I, I would probably start him. And we just seen yeah. what Antonio Gibson did against him. Yeah, I would start J.K. over, over him. I need to make adjustments. <laughs> I have them one spot apart. I got Zeke at 14 and Dobbins at 15. Yeah, I got I like Dobbins over. Um Amari Cooper, 15 targets in the last two weeks, caught 12 of them for 193 yards and one touchdown. That's since Andy Dalton's return, pretty much. Um, he will see Marcus Peters, who has been graded out this year as a 57. He's the lowest uh, graded cornerback in that secondary, which we all know is a pretty good secondary. Um, so I got Amari Cooper is probably like the only startable wide receiver from Dallas. Yeah, I agree. Oh, uh, even he's though he's a must start, it's a bad matchup, man. But this is, he's yeah. a must start with the volume he's getting. Even though we did see CD Lamb, you know, what I'm saying he's gonna be a great wide receiver. He's gonna be great. Yeah, he is. I, I drafted him a lot of places. I went on my little uh, rant about uh, Justin Jefferson last episode. You missed it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, good call, bro. Exactly. Great call, bro. I did that. You killed that shit. Y'all had to see his face. Y'all had to see his face. Nah, bro, I'll give you props, oh, no. bro. Hey, you was, bro. I can't even flex, bro. He was way better. I He's better than you thought he was going to be, too, though. Don't flex, bro. No, I said he was the best slot wide receiver. I mean, I didn't but think he was going to be the slot. No, no, I know, I know, but I didn't. Th- okay, I agree. I didn't think he was going to be the t- top five wide receiver in fantasy. Yeah. I didn't think that. I, be- I believe. I always believe in the talent, bro. Year. But yeah, exactly. What the you know, no off season either, bro. Seems like the mm. receivers are playing better than the running backs. And but he thought the running backs would have an easier transition. But when they drafted him, I said, "Oh man, he's just going to be Stephon Diggs." And he, he really and then, is. And, and then Adam Thielen is about to be gone. He's just going to be Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs put together. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna, a stud, bro. Oh, Good call, man. bro. Good call. Um, I want to like, I just want to throw up thinking about that secret society dynasty rookie draft we had, bro. What happened? Because I, I, I took Henry Ruggs, bro. Like I, I shouldn't. Oh, yes. I didn't take him over Justin Jefferson, but it still was receivers I could have got over him, bro. Like, yeah. Fuck you, Gruden. <laughs> I think Damn. I think I think it's not over for Henry Ruggs though. It's What's not. It's not. Year? It's not. Nah, if he come out with the same bullshit next year, then it's just the recency bias, you know. Yeah, and like if he didn't have an off season, so but if he come out with that same bullshit next year, it's over for him. Yeah, bro. Uh, Dalton Schultz. Uh, you know what? I be messing up the names because I don't put their first name. I put like D Schultz, and when I'm uh, typing it, I'm like, I'm gonna remember it, and then I just don't. <laughs> you don't remember it. <laughs> Uh, but he has seen a lot of consistent targets all year, but um, he hasn't seen under five except three times, and we, we've been talking about the targets for tight ends. But Baltimore is giving up the 13th fewest fantasy points to the tight end position. You said no? Nah, I can't do it. What's he been doing? I really haven't been. I can't even flex, bro. I haven't really been seeing what he he's been doing. He's not doing nothing crazy. He's exactly. Not making, he's so. not making you want to put him on the game. I mean, put him on the t- um the lineup. 
Like he had a couple good games after Jarwin got hurt, but Jonah that was when Smith. that was when yeah. And Jonas, I don't think we mentioned him. He's out. He's out. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. Okay. Yeah, we did. Um, on to the other side of the ball. We we talked about Lamar Jackson already. I, we don't know if he's playing or not. This is Friday, so of course we probably know probably tomorrow, right? Now they're not playing until Tuesday, so we probably won't know until Sunday. Yeah, I think they got. I think he's on play though. Yeah, me too. Oh, he actually had COVID though. That's so crazy how these people be like on and off the COVID list so fast. Yeah, they actually he actually tested positive for COVID, so I, I don't think that's such a sure thing actually. And we all know RG three is out. Well, I, I, I I'm pretty sure they hope that they play. Were they like six and six now? Who Dallas? No, or no, no, Lamar, uh, Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore six and five. Yeah, six and five. So they'll be shit. Dallas. Not I mean. Well, that defense is just really good. But uh, Dallas has given up the 12th most fantasy points to a quarterback. So if Lamar Jackson does play, I think he's a good rollout there. Um, yeah, you got to start him. Dallas has only given up 13 rushing yards to the quarterback position, though, this year. So that's something. But it's Lamar Jackson. Um, do you got him as a QB1 if you roll him out there, though? Yeah, he'll be a back-end QB1. I have him, like, at 10, I want to say. Let me see. So I actually I have him at eight right now. Mm. So right in front of Tannehill and Taysom Hill. Uh Baltimore. We already talked about J.K. Dobbins. We already told you how we like him pretty much at RB2. Uh Hollywood Brown, man. Uh it took a Wednesday afternoon for him to have his good game, apparently. Eight targets, caught four of them for 85 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he does have a good matchup against Jordan Lewis this week, who's graded a 45 by PFF and has given up a 66% catch rate. But I don't think you can trust him as nothing more than a wide receiver four with Boomer Bust at this point, man. Like, no, bro. Did you see that that touchdown, bro? That shit I came. Did. I probably was driving. And McSor- with McSorley in the game, at the end of the game, when it was out of reach, bro. Like, oh. <laughs> no, that shit was lucky as hell. And, of course, my brother fucking had him in two leagues. He beat Javar. So that that kept him in a playoff race in Legends, who we have what like what we have how many teams? Four through, four through eight. eight, six and six, and like literally that play kept him in the hunt. And then he beat me in a dynasty league because of that. And that's now sweet. I'm fighting for a, a first round bye after starting the year off like what seven and zero, bro. Like yeah, it's so crazy. Hey, good um, old fantasy, bro. They don't even have a a Baltimore tight end listed on the sleeper like a lineup. That's crazy. Everybody's uh, saying, don't even think about it. <laughs> I think Mark Andrews got the vid, right? Yeah. And he's another, like, this like tricky. Disappointment. Yeah. No, no, no. He's, like, tricky because he is, I think, uh, diabetic, I want to say, like, type 1 diabetes. Um, so, either. you know, with these underlying conditions, if you catch COVID, I think it's a little more serious than, yeah, like, probably done. a healthy that person down. in it. Yeah. Um, it sucks. So, I don't even know who the tight end will be, so don't start any of them. They have uh, Luke. Is it Luke Wilson? Yeah, Luke Wilson. <laughs> Did you see this dude looks <laughs> crazy. Like, and they have a bit for point twenty nine points, bro. No. <laughs> if you can, bro, go look up Luke Wilson picture on Sleeper. I hope you're not listening to this, Luke, because you look crazy as fuck, bro. You look like you're hey, you should have told him to retake your picture, bro. <laughs> they probably was scared, bro. You said crazy as motherfucker look. <laughs> like, no, that's good. That's fine. Great picture, Luke. Uh, shit, man. That's it, man. We did Gotta it, boys. It. We made it to the end of us, our second regular season. The brand is alive and strong. Let's get it. Thank you, everybody, hey, for taking it, this trip with us. 
If you didn't make the playoffs and you still want to hear some player shit, you know what I'm saying? Tune in next week when we're giving that playoff flavor out. I already um, know. And if not, man, we'll see you in the offseason. Get ready for the draft. If you want to take a couple weeks off, I already know how it is. We probably going to take a couple weeks off. I can't wait to take a couple weeks off. Uh, it's going to be a lot of Warzone getting played. For sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Special shout out to Tonio. Happy birthday to Tonio. Hey, happy birthday, bro. Um, y'all got anything else? No, sir, man. Well, I do. Good luck to everybody. Fighting for a playoff spot. Oh, Fighting up. for a a bye, except uh, everybody you know, in legends. Good luck to everybody in yeah, legends. Yeah, except everybody in legends except, too. Because I want to be sixteen, bro. Oh Goddamn. man, I'm the I'm the high scorest one. High scoring one, bro. It's so much shit on the line, though, bro. Like we got our yeah. shit in secret. Where if I I could bomb, bro. Like I can yeah. I can literally put up a dud, bro. If y'all score me about dirty, you get in. Legends, we got freaking four teams fighting for the last the playoff spot. Win. And I'm not even guaranteed to win this week. Mar- got Marathon, where I'm still fighting for a, a, a bye, bro. It's just it's so much shit going on. This this week is about to get crazy, bro. I got So good luck to everybody, unless you're playing me or you're competing against me for a last playoff spot. A big fact. Uh, yeah, man, that's it. We out. Peace.